Hello everyone and welcome to the Journey of Awakening podcast. My name is Lena and I'm a spiritual teacher and a coach. And in today's episode, I want to talk about the true meaning of Exodus. Now for me, uh, scripture has taken on a whole new um, meaning really since my awakening in 2019 and it really started with reading and listening to the teachings of Neville Goddard and then noticing as I went back to read scripture I would get this uh, this information come through and um, it's not really, I wouldn't say it's telepathic communication. Well, sometimes it's, it's, it's like, it's almost like telepathy, right? Like hearing this inner voice. Um, like, it's like a telepathic message coming through. Sometimes it'll just be a thought, right? A word will come through. So, scripture has uh, started to unveil itself to me just part of my awakening uh awakening journey everybody uh is in tune really or resonates with different types of information um as they awaken for me for whatever reason scripture is um scripture is it for me Right. I mean, it's not solely it. I believe in extra dimensional beings um, and a lot of mystical things uh, just based on the experiences that uh, that I have had. But uh, scripture is a big part of it. So anyway, let's talk about the meaning of Exodus. All right. Now, it's it's told in the Bible. (laughs) um, The Bible is full of symbolism. Right, it's not like so many people are told in church, growing up, uh, what have you, that the Bible is history. It's fact. This happened. This is history. It's not. It's not history from, like, not literal history, right? Um, it's psychological it's a story all right creation um not, uh, mankind right it, um the bible tells the story of mankind being created uh in the image of god the elohim which is plural so it's multiple not just one god multiple so before we as humans were created right here on this earth um Beings have existed for billions of years. So we are not the first race to exist. <laughs> um, so the so the story of creation really began before the Bible. The Bible is just telling a particular uh, story of creation of mankind so anyway if if you know anything about uh like looking at different 
things throughout history, like the pyramids and um, <clears throat> like ancient Sumerian text and all kinds of ancient like artifacts and things like that. The story is there's a story told there about uh, creation and about aliens and extra dimensional beings, right? And and gods and things like that. So we weren't the first ones. Uh, to exist. But anyway, um, so the Bible is a psychological, it's psychological truth, right? It's not secular history. Um, and Neville Goddard talks about that. So, and some of the information I share comes from his teachings, right? He, he shares a lot about the Bible and symbolism and, and his experiences and things like that. But I received my own revelation. So I'm not um, so I'm not just I've I'm not copying like everything he says. I talk about what he he uh, shares a lot because um, I resonated so deeply when I first heard his teachings. But again, since then, like Revelation has just kind of uh, revealed itself to me. Not every single verse in every single book of the Bible. I'm not even through all of it yet. But um, there's a lot of stuff that comes through. So anyway. Uh, so, the Bible, written in Hebrew, which is a mystical language of the ancient storytellers. And it's mystical in nature because it was all symbolism. It was not meant to be easily understood, right? Just to, um, to the unawakened man, right? Um, and... It's that way for a purpose. The whole reason we're here is to experience this life in this human form to rise to higher states of consciousness, right? To awaken to the truth of who we are. And then the veil lifts. And, and I've actually seen that. I've like physically seen the veil lift, like in dreams and visions and things like that. Um, so the Bible was all symbolism. And it wasn't meant to be taken for literal truth. So anyway, um, you know, I've, I've talked before about uh, my experiences waking up to the sound of bells, like doorbells, um, like a phone ringing, things like that. And it correlates with... Uh, the book of Exodus, right? So uh, the key to understanding this experience for me was really looking at the book of Exodus. And the reason this is significant is that a lot of my dreams and experiences correlate to scripture, uh, just like Neville Goddard and many others like uh, William Blake. Uh, uh, and then uh, Carl Jung wrote a lot about, you know, uh, he wrote a lot about, actually, I don't know if he wrote about scripture. William Blake was one, for sure. And then many of Neville's students and stuff uh, shared their experiences as well, and their dreams and, and visions, things like that, which correlated with scripture. So um, I actually wrote a blog post about the, uh, about the sound of bells. And I'm going to, because I'm going through all of these experiences, uh, I'll be creating a a podcast episode as well. So, what do uh, what do Moses and Aaron have to do with hearing the sound of bells? 
and the meaning of Exodus. Well, Aaron was the one who wrote, he, he wore the robe in Exodus. Uh, he was the brother of Moses, and he functioned as his mouthpiece, right? He's the one who spoke uh, for Moses. So Aaron was the one who told Pharaoh to let the people of Israel go. And Israel, even though we have a country named Israel, Israel in the Bible symbolizes uh, man in bondage. So there are a couple things I want to point out. Uh, first of all, Moses and Aaron were not actual individuals. They represent states of consciousness. So they're depicted as individual beings. Um but they were really states of consciousness. So the meaning, meaning whoever, um, the individual or individual sharing their experiences um, or sharing their stories, their dreams, visions, what have you, right? Um, and um, the states expressed uh, were of Moses and Aaron had individual characteristics going through this journey of awakening. They were uh, different states of consciousness. So, uh, the meaning of Exodus, okay, is liberation from the state of Aaron and moving into the state of Moses. So, moving from the state of consciousness of Aaron, and I'll explain their states here shortly, moving liberation from the state of consciousness of Aaron, moving into the state of consciousness of Moses. Now, when it comes to understanding manifesting, there's a direct correlation with scripture, and it's called the law. Uh, and if, if you want to know more about that, more information um, can be found in Neville Goddard's book titled The Law uh, and the Promise. And uh, I may have a link on my website uh, to that. I do have course, uh, courses based on uh, Neville's teachings. I don't think the, uh, yeah, I have courses. So for each of his lectures, uh, they're available on my, uh, on my blog, right? So if you're subscribed to my blog, you can read the lectures, uh, listen to them on, you know, uh, have them on my YouTube channel, um, on Rumble, etc., and on my Neville Goddard uh, podcast. So anyway, Moses means to draw out, uh, to rescue and to lift out. So this state of consciousness is the personification of the power in man that can draw out of man what he seeks, desire. All right, now Aaron, again, was uh, Moses' brother. He was three years older than Moses. Three is, is the numerical symbol of expression, uh, meaning I'm fully conscious of my expression. So we see the number three again in the number of years that Moses lived. So he lived a total of 120, uh, 120 years. So when you add those numbers together, uh, they equal three. So when it comes to Moses, you're in that state, the state of Moses, when you have your desires. So again, you move from the state of Aaron uh, to the state of Moses. 
So uh, you now have your desire. You it can go within your imagination. You draw out that desire. Aaron represents a man who only sees the evidence of his senses, the external world, this third dimensional world, this um, this density, right? It's this world is um, in that third dimension is is dense, and we're often so limited by what we see, touch, taste, smell, and hear, and what we're conditioned to believe. So uh, that's the state of consciousness of Aaron, right? Who can only see the evidence of his senses. All right, now, in the beginning, Moses and Aaron were, uh, were equal, okay? However, Aaron became nothing more than a shadow of Moses. So you die to one state and embody the next. So here you have these two states of consciousness, right? So uh, the Bible tells us you cannot serve two masters. So you cannot dream of being uh, wealthy if you're constantly thinking and speaking about being poor. You cannot, uh, can't pour old wine into new wineskins. You cannot, uh, cannot serve two masters. So you have these two states of consciousness, right? Because as, as the state, as you awaken and that state of Moses arises within you, uh, or actually I would say that prior to awakening really of the state arising, I don't know the exact sequence, but anyway, um, so you have the man who only sees through the evidence of his senses, but the, but the state of consciousness rises within you, knowing that you can go into your imagination. And this would be considered the fourth density, the fourth dimension where, um, where you've awakened. And now you, you understand like the power you have within you, um, that creative power. And you can draw out of yourself those desires, knowing that you can manifest them. So as Mo, as that state of, as you fully embody that state of consciousness personified as Moses, Aaron becomes a shadow, right? Because you're no longer limited by the evidence of your senses. Now, uh, Aaron died at the age of 123 years old. So, um, when you add these numbers together, it equals six. Six represents Adam. It represents idols, relationships, and judgment, according to uh, the Hebraic language. Adam is a personification of man in a profound state of sleep. When you awake, the veil is lifted, and then you enter the state personified as Moses, and you begin to exercise your imagination to manifest your desires. All right, now um, let's talk about liberation from bondage. So the meaning of Exodus is about liberation from bondage, which is Israel. So bondage is the furnaces of affliction that we endure in this life before we awake. It is the limited beliefs and systems we become bound to, not knowing that we're in bondage because we're in a profound state of sleep. If you know the story, you know that Moses was the one who went to Mount Sinai and saw God. 
whose name is I am. Now, Aaron was the one um, who made the golden calf an idol, right? Because remember, Aaron is a man limited by the evidence of his senses, not believing in that higher power. So uh, he made an idol to worship. Aaron was allowed to enter the Holy of Holies, though, the mind of man, all right, which um, is Christ, is God, right? Uh, God is all imagination. All right, so Aaron was allowed to enter the Holy of Holies. So here we have this individual um, beginning to awaken, okay? Um and the mind, the Holy of Holies, is the most sacred part of the tabernacle. And the tabernacle is the body, our physical body. All right. So we move through the state of Aaron into the state of Moses as we awake. That's the meaning of Exodus. All right. So that is it for this particular episode. Uh, I'll be sharing more about scripture. Uh along with, you know, dreams and uh, other mystical experiences, spontaneous healing I've had. I've talked to my guides and meditation. I've done past life regression. Um, I haven't seen anybody yet for past life regression, but just through meditation. So lots of interesting stuff coming if you're interested. Uh, and again, head on over to my blog. Uh, I've got links to uh, the different podcasts over there. You can check out my blog. Now, a lot of what's in my blog is going to be here on this podcast, right? Because I'm going through um, stuff I've already experienced. But if you're interested in Neville's lectures, uh, you know, talk about mindset and manifesting, things like that, uh, head on over to my blog. You can check out my YouTube channel. Uh, you'll Whatever works for you, if you're interested. All right, so thank you so much for joining me uh, today for this episode on the true meaning of Exodus, and I will see you next time. All right, bye now.